Financial Grown-Up Guide, four simple and fun ways to be a financial grown-up for the new year and the next decade with Napkin Finance's Tina Hay. You're listening to Financial Grown-Up with me, certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, author of How to Be a Financial Grown-Up. And you know what? Being a grown-up is really hard, especially when it comes to money, but it's okay. We're going to get there together. We got this. Happy New Year and New Decade, my grown-up friends. And what is more grown-up than starting off with a realistic assessment of where we are financially and where we want to be and how to get there? And we have the perfect guest for that. But first, a quick mention. I have something new for grown-ups that I am so excited to finally be sharing. It is the grown-up list curated for the grown-up lifestyle. Now, to get on the list and learn more about it, go to my website, bobbyrebel.com. All the info will be there. And you can also use the link in my bio on Instagram to sign up. That is at bobbyrebel1. Some of you may already be familiar with Tina Hay and her multimedia financial literacy platform, Napkin Finance. She did, after all, partner with a little-known woman named Michelle Obama on her Better Make Room campaign. But now, Napkin Finance is getting even better. Tina Hay's first book, Napkin Finance, Build Wealth in 30 Seconds or Less, has just come out. The book is endorsed by some huge names, including Farnoosh Tarabi. She's been a guest on this podcast. Check out her episode. As well as actor and economist Ben Stein and entrepreneur and best-selling author Nellie Galan. You will hear more in our interview, but the book really stands out to me because of its creative use of illustrations and humor without being clickbaity. And it uses those tools to explain some very complicated financial concepts, but in a relatable and understandable way. You're going to hear, for example, references to Coachella and to the artist Banksy in this interview, and it will all make sense. So excited to share this talk. Here is Napkin Finance's Tina Hay. Welcome, Tina. Hey, congratulations on the latest extension of your napkin finance empire, your book, Napkin Finance, Build Wealth in 30 Seconds or Less. So great to have you. Thank you for having me. It's great to be here. Okay. So napkin finance, we're going to talk more about your entire multimedia empire after we get through with the new things that we're going to be talking about for the new year and how people can use your book to be a financial grown up and really improve their money as we get into the next decade. One of the things that I love about napkin finance is you hit a lot of important topics and you simplify them without making them clickbaity, which I think is a very nuanced approach and a very effective approach. So first of all, thank you for that. Thank you so much. I appreciate that you recognize that. We definitely try to make it more unique and less generic than traditional content that's out on the market. Yes. And the book is so fun because it's a combination of bullet points, actual, you know, paragraphs that go into the the text of what actually you need to be doing. But most importantly, what I love about it is the illustrations in the book. Thank you. Yeah. So, you know, napkin finance is like back of the napkin, simplified visuals that tell a story around a different topic or theme. So we do, we cover everything from money 101, saving, budgeting, investing to cryptocurrency and game theory. So we really try to give a great kind of overview to different financial topics for really readers of all ages. And I want to get into 
four of those topics. The first one is savings. And and you talk in the book about getting honest with savings. Most Americans have less than $1,000 in savings. You do it with humor. For example, you point out that Coachella tickets are not an emergency in the part where you talk about emergency funds. Tell us more about what people need to know about savings to be a financial grown-up in 2020. Yeah, so around savings, you know, what we believe is life is full of surprises and the benefits of saving, especially starting in the new year, are planning for stability, growth, and protecting your money. And so it can be very simple. There are a lot of technology kind of tools out there that can help and resources with saving money, whether it's for an emergency or for a longer term goal. And it can be very simple as even just putting away 20% to start with. So what tools do you recommend and what should people do? We don't recommend specific tools, but there are a lot of budgeting apps out there, other kind of resources online to help kind of put money aside, whether it's monthly or for a particular goal. And so what we believe is that there are ways to simplify and streamline it to make it much more consistent and make it almost something that you don't think about. And that's the key to all of financial well-being is that it should fit into your lifestyle. It should be simple and it should be something that happens in the background without too much of your involvement. The second thing that we're going to talk about today is investing. And it's important for people to understand the difference between saving, a savings rate and the return you get and investing. And also, I just want to point out that in this book, it's people have to check out this book. You have an illustration of a Banksy painting that was worth twice as much after it was shredded. So investing can be so many different things. Yes. Investing is, first of all, it's very unpredictable, but what's really critical about investing and why we think it's so important is that it's putting your money to work. And so considering inflation and, you know, unforeseen circumstances, but also being able to participate and make money in ways that, again, are very powerful, much more than savings accounts. And so the reasons for investing are, again, it's important for everyone to set aside money, but also have it work for you. Not only to grow your wealth, but also kind of over the long term, consider how your money would grow versus in a savings account, which is probably close to, you know, less than 1% versus investing in the stock market, which has long-term average annual return rates of can be up to 10%. So it's a very powerful way to put your money to work that we think everyone should take advantage of. And investing doesn't just have to be the stock market. You point that out. There's a lot of different ways to invest. I met, I referenced the Banksy painting. Yes. Not that we're doing that, obviously. Definitely. And I think the key to it is to understand what your shorter and long-term goals are and also to what your, your risk tolerance is and to be diversified and make sure that you have money put aside, again, for emergencies. But things like art can be very unpredictable. And so if there's an opportunity to invest, that's great. But again, a diversified portfolio when you have money in much safer asset classes, um, balancing out things like Banksy paintings is probably the best strategy. Definitely. Everyone, you know, make sure you balance out those Banksy paintings. Yes. Um, <laughs> although we did, I will tell you, we did do an episode very recently on investing in art. And I don't know if Banksy does prints. I don't think so. But many artists do do much more affordable prints that you can invest in. So I would encourage our listeners to go reference that episode with Janice Cecil about investing in art in an affordable way. All right. The third theme we're going to talk about, Tina, is retirement. And I love the quote that you have in the book. It says, retirement is like making a souffle. You must plan in advance. Yes. And that's, we actually add a lot of humor in the book. We actually have comedians that write finance for us. So they've added some quotes and 
and one-liners, which makes it just more fun to kind of engage with the content. But yes, retirement. And, you know, again, we have our napkin for retirement, paying for retirement, for example, and we outline why it's really important. And retirement is very expensive, whether it's housing, healthcare, food, taxes, or leisure. There are a lot of different things that can people can face when they get closer to their retirement years, but there are opportunities to prepare for that and plan ahead. And so that includes everything from social security to IRAs, 401ks, pension, equity in your home. And so we outline a few ways to do that in the book. And the book breaks down the difference between these different vehicles, which is important to understand because just throwing stuff into, quote, a retirement savings account doesn't always do the same things. There's different parameters depending on where you're putting your money. Definitely where you're putting your money, how far in advance you start planning for retirement. We actually work with a lot of, you know, next gen and we, one of the most powerful things that we communicate is, is it's, first of all, it's never too early to plan for retirement just to, or to start saving. And so the power of time, there are a lot of different types of retirement accounts. And depending again, if you're a freelancer or you have a 401k that you know, you can max out. There's so many opportunities. And the biggest factor is really planning and being very proactive about it. The fourth theme we're going to talk about is philanthropy. And I think it's so important that you have this here because we get so caught up in our own goals and we sometimes forget to look forward and to look, frankly, backwards and thank the people that have helped us get to where we are and all the support that's around us very often. You have a quote from Oprah Winfrey, to move forward, you have to give something back. Yes. And so philanthropy is actually, we, we do a lot on philanthropy. We also are a social enterprise. So we've always, as a firm at Napkin Finance, provided resources, tools to nonprofits and schools. We've worked with Michelle Obama's Better Make Room initiative. We're working now with um, the U.S. Olympic Committee. So we, we truly believe that philanthropy and giving back is part of our DNA, and we love to communicate that. And so in our napkin, which is actually one of our favorite ones on philanthropy, we cover what it is. You know, it can cover everything from education, civil rights, health, poverty, really whatever cause is important and relatable and important to you, but also how to participate and give back, whether it's on a local level, a national level, or global level. That's so important. And you've been mentioning throughout that you have these napkins. I think we need to clue people in as to what's going on. So this book, as I mentioned at the top, is an extension of a whole multimedia platform, which is fascinating the way that you've laid it out because you have these napkins that are online, but you also have videos and so on. Tell us more about Napkin Finance. Yeah. So Napkin Finance is a, we're a multimedia company. We help simplify money and finance in a very visual, engaging and fun way. And we do this with different content types. So the napkin is really our core product. It's, it's a visual infographic. And then we, we basically use images to simplify a topic around money or or finance. And so we do that in the book and we also do it on our site, napkinfinance.com. We also work with a lot of banks and financial institutions. So everyone from JP Morgan Chase to UBS, AARP, and we help their readers understand different topics around money and finance. And then the third aspect is what I discussed before is we provide content to people who may not have the resources in school or families who can teach them about money and finance. And so the book for us, which comes out the 30th of December, is really exciting because it's really a culmination of everything we've done and really a very broad but fun overview of money topics for all ages. And where can people learn more about you? I assume the book is going to be available everywhere, so we'll go for that. But where can people find out more about you and about Napkin Finance? 
So Napkin Finance is on social media at Napkin Finance, and we have our website, napkinfinance.com. I'm at on Instagram and Twitter, Tina J. Hay. And we love hearing and getting feedback and suggestions for upcoming topics and napkins as well. This has been amazing. Thank you so much, Tina. Thank you so much. Hey friends, such great info. I hope you love that interview as much as I did. This book is such a refreshing break from all the jargon, heavy, boring reads. I highly recommend Napkin Finance. Also, as I mentioned at the top of this episode, please take a moment to get on the grown-up list. I want to make it a resource to find ways for all of us to live a more grown-up life. This is an idea that I've been working on with my team for quite a while because we really wanted to get it right. So those of you who were signed up for my previous newsletter, this is why it's been such a long time. I am so excited for this new format and to hear your feedback. Sign up at my website at bobbyrebell.com or using my link in my Instagram bio where I am at bobbyrebell1. Big thanks to Tina Hay of Napkin Finance for helping us all be financial grownups. Financial Grown Up with Bobby Rebel is edited and produced by Steve Stewart and is a BRK Media production.